Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Thanks for the Lyrics, a weekly deep dive into a single line from a single Fall Out Boy song. I am your bronze host, James. I am your silver host, Tracy. And I am your shipped gold standard host, Aaron. That's right. We're talking about the song, the parentheses, shipped, and parentheses, gold standard. And this is a very nerdy pun uh, title that I never really understood until I started doing research for this. So the gold standard is the thing that I'm going to talk about less because it is far more complicated. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it says it's a monetary system in which the standard economic unit of account is based on a fixed quantity of gold. Mm-hmm. And it was widely used in the 19th and earlier part of the 20th century, and then everyone abandoned it, basically after it made the Great Depression. Someone said, it's what made the Great Depression great. Like, it made everything <laughs> a lot worse because <laughs> there was this fixed amount that money was, and banks had to have, like, 40% of the money that they had had to be, they had to be able to give it to you in gold. And so that stopped being the case, and people kept running on banks, and then the depression happened. So they got I've rid of it temporarily. It's a wonderful life. So I exactly. completely it's a understand life. everything about the Great Depression. Exactly. So then, right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, you know, George Bailey's rise and fall is a little bit like the stock market. Um, I thought you were saved say- by angels. <laughs> so then we got rid of it in like the mid 30s. And then I couldn't find when we got it back. And then uh, it says, in 1971, to stave off a run on U.S. gold reserves, Nixon halted convertibility, meaning that other countries could no longer redeem dollars for gold. And then under intensifying pressure, in 1973, he scrapped the gold standard altogether. So Hmm. it seems like we got it back for like 30 years, and then Nixon got rid of it for good, and that that was a good thing. Okay. So that's what gold standard is. Shipped gold refers to amounts of albums sold. Uh, Mm. In America, uh, the Recording Industry uh, Academy of America, I think, the RIAA, it's not Academy, but the RIAA is who tracks record sales. And it used to be that everyone sent their numbers into the RIAA and then they got gold records and stuff when they'd said they'd sold sold enough. And what I think what would, would happen is record labels would say, hey, we boxed up and shipped out 100,000 of these. And then record stores would be like, I think we sold about uh, 70,000 of them, uh, I guess. And then SoundScan came in 1991, which is when you would scan it over the U- UPC and the computer would be like, ah, you just sold one copy of The Fully Police. Yeah, I do. Okay. Right. That I was thinking folia <laughs> right. seems like, right. uh, you Fol- know. Fol- <laughs> yeah. The 17-year prequel of folia called also folia It was a weird time. <laughs> you bought this latest John Bon Jovi album, and we know that. And each person that did, we know the exact numbers, mm. uh, which made things a lot more exact. And then, of course, with iTunes and digital sales, it became even more exact. But it says... Nielsen SoundScan figures are not used in RIAA certification. So you still have to send in how much you, you you shipped and sold to get your gold records and stuff. And I think that 
people generally aren't kind of doing that as much anymore. It says, prior to Nielsen SoundScan, it was only audited and verifiable system for tracking music sales in the U.S. It is still the only system capable of tracking 100% of sales, albeit as shipments, less returns, not actual sales like Nielsen SoundScan. So, like, you can the, you, you can point to the number of cases you sent out, I guess. is That's why it's 100%, you know, verifiable. Mm. But it says the system has permitted at times record labels to promote an album as gold or platinum simply based on large shipments. For oh. instance, in 1978, the Sgt. Pepper Lonely Hearts Club band soundtrack, which was like Bee Gees and Elton John and everyone made this weird ass movie based on Sgt. Pepper's and did a bunch of Beatles covers. It shipped as platinum, but it only uh, it was a sales bust. Um, so platinum is a million units. Yikes. And uh, it says, similarly, all four solo albums by the members of KISS simultaneously shipped platinum that same year, but did not reach the top 20 of the Billboard 200 album chart. And then, basically, then they, they said, okay, well, you can't send in your numbers until uh, basically four months after you've, your album has come out. Uh, Sony, in 1995, hyped uh, Michael Jackson's double album as uh, five times platinum because they shipped two and a half million and... Right around that same time, the RIAA had started counting double albums as two. Oh. So they were okay. like, it's five times platinum, even though we only shipped two and a half million things. So and they yeah, haven't even to buy been it. Sold. It's so popular. So they tried to do like a self-fulfilling prophecy thing. Like, hey, if we tell you it's platinum, more people will buy it and then actually make it platinum. I think so. I think so. And it says it also <laughs> happened between the shipments and sales reported with the Lion King soundtrack. Um, so... Uh, 500,000 is gold, a million is platinum, two plus million is multi-platinum. That's just how language works. And then uh, 10 million is diamond. I don't know why I think you'll just know this off the top of your head, but like what is like what albums have gone diamond? Yeah, I was wondering. Well, Tracy. About Lady Gaga is one of them. Mm, it, the, the, the list is going to surprise you. Hold on one second. Travis Record Tritt. Sales. No. Garth Brooks. Hold on. Garth Brooks could be on it. The Beatles. Wow. This is why it's such a weird list. Follow? No. No. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Definitely Britney not. Spears. All right. No. Um, Diamond. Elton John. Uh, mm. Oh, that's the artist. Garth Brooks is, has the most Diamond uh, albums. That makes oh, sense. Wow. All right. So Diamond, uh, based on their year of no i don't know oh the mo the, yeah how many times so the eagles greatest hits 1971 to 75 has gone 38 times platinum uh then thriller then hotel california then back in black then the white album so the beatles are fifth then billy joel greatest hits volume one and two led zeppelin four the wall garth brooks double live are we talking Hootie diamond or platinum you said platinum are, a minute ago oh so 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 sorry 38 times platinum, so 3.8 times diamond. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. So like I emerald. Can't math. Right. So then Hootie and the Blowfish, uh, Shania Twain, Come On Over, mm. Garth Brooks, No Fences, Appetite for Destruction, Bodyguard Soundtrack. Hmm. It's, it's a wild list, but it is also not an inconceivable list. Right. Uh, Old Town Road, on its own, just the song has gone 14 times platinum. Wow. So that single Stop. is Diamond. Wow. Yeah. That's bonkers. Millennium has gone 13 times platinum. So Old Town Road has sold more copies than Millennium by the Backstreet Boys. 
them. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. It can, this is it a, can, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, it can be interesting and it can also be baffling. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also have to think of when uh, when it was certified because again, there was a point where people were just sort of fudging the numbers. Right. And then fudging them a little less, and then fudging them a little less. Yeah. Um, and so currently, as of 2016, here's how they they count like units of, of sales. Uh, one digital or physical album sold or shipped. So I guess they've gotten rid of it's a double album, so it counts as two, which is good. Um, Ten tracks from the album downloaded or mm. 1,500 on-demand audio or video streams. So each time you do 1,500 streams, sell 10 songs or one album, that counts as one. So then if you do, if you go gold, that means you do but, hmm. one of those 500,000 times. The but streams thing is gold, interesting. Like, how did they come up with 1,500? Is that what they figure people who they, they buy did it? like intensive research on like like how much how much streaming was cutting into album sales and like like how okay. many times like if you put streaming at this amount what will that do to like the chart because the charts did the same thing uh-huh. the, right around that same oh, time right. like the hot 100 became this too where it was like and that's when like the first week that it happened um harlem shake remember that remember that song yes it debuted at number one because that meme was going on. So people mm-hmm. were streaming the hell out of it. So they made that change. And the next week, Harlem Shape debuted at number one because it was being played so much that the new yeah. rules were like, made it really, really popular. So it's wild to think about. Uh, but a sh- so the shipped gold standard is really interesting to think about because it's like reported how much of this thing I'm sending out but it's also gold standard, so it's like deriving value from what you're reporting that you're you're mm-hmm. sending out, regardless of who's buying it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, now there's like more of a standard of how the numbers are reported too. Right, right. But yeah, and so then in this song title, the song starts. I, I, you know, I'm, I, I'm thinking about being an accountant because, whatever. I think that's a direct reference. Those, the first line references the title, I think, because it's it's yeah. basically a, a where. Um, musician professional musician and being an accountant cross paths hmm. interesting that was really cool look researching the gold standard was frustrating and boring yeah i believe I it that's just what i bring to this to this uh <laughs> this corner frustrating and boring oh we that's should right. do a james james research Anderson. corner outro since we missed oh. the intro that's right it's just we're just gonna say we're gonna harmonize frustrating and boring are you ready mm-hmm. <laughs> This is. This sounds what, really what mean. Actually, I don't know if I like this. <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be the every time, but yeah. this particular one expresses James's feelings yeah. upon doing this research. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming to James's research corner. His feelings are frustrating, frustrating and boring. Sweet Adam. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That was definitely Hold harmonized. Now, James, I did think that you were just going to harmonize with your own name. Jay. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a missed opportunity. Sure is. So that's what this song title is about. It's this weird pun on uh, record sales uh, certifications and uh, economic uh, theories and basis of monetary value. Pete Wentz, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Pete Wentz's <laughs> mind is... <laughs> Just goes in a lot of places. Uh, yeah, 
Oh, hey, but we have a lyric. We have a lyric for this song, though, and Tracy's going to do it. Oh, my God. I get one. You Yay. do. Yay. Okay. So the lyric for this song is, I want to scream, I love you, from the top of my lungs, but I'm afraid that someone else will hear me. I want to scream, I love you, from the top of my lungs, but I'm afraid that someone else will hear me. I mean they will if you scream it at the top of your lungs anything well, is it depends it depends people. where you are if you are in a soundproof sure. room nobody will hear you unless they are so in that's the room our solution you. for pete the the lyrics i saw say from the top of my lungs did i not say that you said at which is the which is the actual saying i scream it at the top of my lungs but oh, sorry. I'll reread it. He does say from the top of my lungs, which actually would result in a quite reedy, not like sort of a screechy <sighs> scream if you're doing not yeah. from the diaphragm, but just like from the top mm-hmm. of your lungs. Yeah. So I have to imagine. And like I, I listened to it and read the long lyrics. He is saying from. Yeah, no, I know. I just read it yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you read it wrong because Pete yeah. switched it up on us. Yeah. Right. So I, I think that... There, there, it was a funny little image to think of when I was like, huh, that's not from the bottom of your lungs mm-hmm. or at the top of your lungs. It's like from the top of your lungs. Like mm-hmm. That had to have been intentional. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for lyrics. Pete Wentz doesn't make mistakes. Yeah, <laughs> right. Which, ne- which adds yet another option for... So I had been thinking that this means either the obvious, I want to scream I love you, but I'm afraid that it will be heard. I, right. I, either as an I will disturb someone with it or, you know, I, I want to do this, but I'm not sure that I want the entire world to hear it yet or whatever. Right. I was right. also thinking that that someone else could be someone specific. Like, I want to scream I love you, but I'm afraid mm. that my ex, your ex, your current significant other, right. like this one other specific mm. person will hear me. Yep. This this mention of from the top of my lungs adds yet another layer of I'm afraid that somebody will hear me sounding really bad. Right. <laughs> a, for, a fourth option is uh, what I thought you were going to say, not like someone you're dating, but like I'm going to scream I love you at the top of my lungs to person A and person B is going to think I'm talking, a, mm. I'm saying I love you to them. Oh. Someone else will hear me. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. that's kind of how I always heard it slash read it is like, I want to be vulnerable and open with you, but I can't be vulnerable and open with everybody. And I don't know how to box that back up once I do that. It's like, um, sometimes I want people to interact with me because it's mm-hmm. late and I'm lonely or whatever. So I'll go on Twitter and be like, hey, what's everyone doing? Is anyone up? And it never is people that I want to <laughs> that respond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you'd think you'd learn by now. <laughs> yeah. I have learned, but the, the, the lesson is, no, you're alone. So uh, I have been trying to just, uh, hold on, checks notes, go to bed. Uh, sure. Yep. I'm feeling that way mm-hmm. um, That's instead. good. That's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely something that's happened more than once where I'm like, this is going to be a good conversation with my friends. Oh, no, it's the person that's just always on Twitter looking for replying. Yep. Yeah. It's me. It's me. And it's you been happening, call it's me happening since, like, kidding. Facebook, oh, um, yeah. AIM. I remember I used to do that, and it would be like, hey, what's going on? I was like, not you. 
Like, yeah. I'm afraid somebody else will hear, will read not my away you, message. Tracy. Yeah. yeah. Not God, yet, Tracy. Tracy. Leave me alone for once. We talk once every three weeks, and that is to record our podcast. And that is it. And that's it. That's all that I have in my contract. <laughs> Some true. of my closest friends are contractual obligations. That is true. <laughs> that's a good lyric title. <laughs> that is. Some of my closest friends are contractual obligations. That's very good. Oh. I do have to write this down. Um, what was I going to say, though? Well, okay, this also can be cut, but it's like one of the reasons I don't post like oh i feel like crap today or i'm in a really tough spot because it's like i need to target the people like if i'm feeling like that i'm gonna target someone specifically in a message because i know the people that plus i mean it's part of a cultural don't reveal your weakness thing but then i also have to interact with the people responding and then that just sometimes feels like Mm -hmm. too much right because I feel like, too, typically, if I would post that on Facebook or Twitter, if no one answered or, like, the people I didn't want to answer, like, that would just, like, make the problem a hundred times worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. It Actually, this this brings me back to the um, volume comes with the truth. Mm. We One of the conclusions we came to in that episode where we came to, I think, completely conflicting conclusions and mm-hmm. accepted both of them. <clears throat> yeah, um, that sounds like... Because we're adults and we can hold those. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Um, Was you, or maybe we didn't come to this conclusion at all, but like you don't have to scream it at the top of your lungs if it's something like intimate with someone. Like you might feel exuberantly like, I want to shout it from the rooftops, but I'm not going to because this is just for you. It's like an intimate thing. Yeah. Right. And if someone else hears it, it'll rob it of some of the power of that. Yeah. Right. Like and, I love you. Shut up. Like right. it kind of isn't romantic no as much. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's like inside the relationship, there's a lot of, you know, tons of cute things that couples do and stuff. But mm. I don't want to you know, I'm not gonna think your little coupley thing is as cute, probably. Yeah. I mean I but like if I lived with a couple and they were just being like their cute coupley goofy selves, I'd probably right. be like, Oh, that's sweet. But I don't right. really want to be a part of it and see it all the time. Like, you guys have right. your thing. And, like, a lot of people have things like sibling relationships and, like, you know, everyone's got their inside jokes and stuff. And it's always super funny to the people inside of it. But it's not always as entertaining to the people outside of it, I think, it's, necessarily. It's just like the posting, I'm feeling sad or I'm, I don't feel well today or whatever. Like, I love my little schmoopy pants is the same. Yes. yes. Don't, like... You want that's it's sort of showing off whether it's Mm -hmm. showing off that I'm so depressed, which kind of has the feeling of maybe I'm winning depression or like I'm winning the bad feelings place. Like that's a coping mechanism to be like, oh, I'm the best at feeling bad. Right. Yeah. And also, you know, like mushy gushy stuff Mm -hmm. in public posts is sort of the same thing where it's like, why can't you just send that in an email or like a spoken thing to the person that yeah. you like right but it's like every day then mm-hmm. uh, it's not to keep hating on couple relationships but i mean i feel like a post every once in a while for appreciation mm. you know birthday yeah. posts and stuff like that but if you're posting like oh my god how can i live without him he you know he annoys me every day so much but <laughs> man he puts up with me and i want to kill yeah. him half the time but like i can i don't know what i do without him <laughs> sometimes i feel like i'm in a hostage situation <laughs> i sure do love that guy 
That's called oh. Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> yeah. What would I do without this misogynist in my life holding me back? But yeah, and I feel like I like there are jokes where it's like pe- people who aren't vulnerable and it's like um, at my wedding, I'm going to hand out earplugs and what during the vows because it's not for them. Like nobody oh, needs wow. to hear that. Like it's yeah. it, I, it's I, I don't know, maybe a joke. Maybe some people are more like that, but I understand that. But yeah, yeah. Well, like that's yeah. kind of what this feels like. Or like, you know, the grumpy crab ass who like tries to show that they don't care about anything, but actually they do. Right. Mm-hmm. But they have a reputation to uphold. Yeah. All of this, all of this stuff is like, don't broadcast like things that are not for anyone but one person. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is, or, you know, or are, are, are aimed at everyone, but no one is going to be made happier by seeing them. So. Right. Well, it's kind of clicky cut and it groupy. Out. Yeah. 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 Exactly. If I constantly posted how great my Wham Juice friends are, I would literally be killed. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like I sometimes have, I sometimes fall into this trap where I'm like, like, you know, part of me desperately wants to say, you know, Jesus Bob Squarepants mm-hmm. on like Twitter because like, ha ha ha. Right. Right. But in another way, maybe that can be just a thanks for the lyrics, like right. group chat thing. Yeah. Or maybe evil, or just a listener thing or whatever, you know, like, like right. finding the zone that it's appropriate to be sharing this is is really important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if it's going to be like real funny out of context, but that's going to be like right. uh <laughs> sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's um I was also reading this as I want to scream I love you at the top of my lungs, but I'm afraid made me think and I don't think this is this sort of cuts out some of the meaning behind um like how those lines go together, but like I I love you as like a defense mechanism. Or like you know, screaming it like, "I love you! Oh, I love you!" Is that you know, like, like almost to protect yourself or like to ward off someone being mad at you or, mm. or stuff like that? I'm afraid that someone else will hear me is sort of negates that a little bit. But I was just put in the mind like at the top of your lungs is or from the top of your lungs is such a it's so loud. Yeah, like, yeah. Even though it's not you know from the diaphragm, it's still like really loud and like. What would co- what would induce you to doing that? Because mm-hmm. like that that like a panic that verge- yeah exactly that yeah. verges on like that goes past exuberance to like zealotry like yeah or like obsession or yeah yeah it's weird it's 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 one of those things where it's like if you examine the you know sweet things or whatever read them literally or whatever you're like huh it's like <laughs> the sweet. I give anything to hear half a breath like anything yeah you give anything like d- saying things that don't have any meaning behind them right can right. be sweet until you look at them at all <laughs> and until yeah. you start doing a weekly deep dive mm-hmm. into that yeah. into them yeah yeah yep. or or if you just live your life like you're constantly doing a deep dive lyric podcast but mm-hmm. the lyrics are just the things people say to you to make you feel better mm-hmm Every time we do this show, I just get a deeper look into how James's brain works. Yeah. It just it begs my... more questions than it answers. Yeah, <laughs> Welcome to my podcast, I'm Gonna Die Alone, starring me. Oh, jeez. Oh, James. <laughs> Everyone dies alone, James. Everyone dies alone. And that can be comforting or depressing. Yeah. You decide which one it is. And then tell us on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> At Thanks for Answer the Lyrics poll. Pod. However, is you it have comforting? to take out all the vowels. You gotta 
chuck them into the void. You gotta ship them gold, standardly. Are we actually doing social media? Did we finish? We can. Okay. I was just gonna say um, we can add a new option to our Twitter poll. Is it boners? Is it comforting? Or is it depression? (laughs) You guys saw that boners won handedly, right? Like boners did not. How many votes did it have? I think three. But okay, that's no one voted for depression. Everyone voted for boners, boners. which I feel like is is good. Yeah. Uh, that, that's good mental health. Yeah, yeah. You know who else voted for? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus loves all of you, especially your boners. <laughs> Aaron, uh huh. Do you have so- do you have social media for us today? I sure do. Great. As stated, we're on Twitter at Thanks for the Lyrics Pod, but you gotta take all those vowels and just ship them to where the boners are. Hmm. I guess. Las Vegas? Uh huh. And then you're gonna go to Twitter and you're gonna type in at unabashedly Aaron, and that's where I can be found, and I would really probably not prefer to talk about boners too much like if we could sprinkle in some other conversation topics that'd be great you can touch on boners over at aaron's twitter yes however if the you would... a little bit too what 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 i'm not gonna edit this so i'm not gonna get to hear that one what'd you say i said just work the balls a little bit too uh-huh Yep, so glad I asked for clarification on that one. <laughs> I gave you two chances to bail. I know, I know, I know. This one's on you, Aaron. <laughs> it's your fault. Hey, Tracy, yeah. if someone wanted to scream they love you from the top of their lungs on Twitter, where would they do that? Oh my God, thank you, first of all. And secondly, you can do that at a deals warlock. And James, if somebody wanted to <laughs> talk about balls with you. Hmm. Where would they well, do that on Twitter? They could talk to me about balls, but I'd be afraid someone else would hear them. So they can bring that to Unabashed James and pick other topics that we wouldn't have to be afraid that somebody else might hear, like... Depression. Dep- <laughs> Depression. Or, if I may make a suggestion, you could just DM him. Oh. Yeah. Oof. James, are about, your DMs open? My DMs are open in case celebrities want to dm me <laughs> quite frankly i, I don't know how can... you close your dms so you have to open them Th- there's a setting thing your, your dms are not open default oh so it's only like mutuals that can dm i think i think so oh, oh interesting my God. i think huh. so. my dms yeah i just learned something Anyway, we are proud members of the Scavengers Network on Twitter at ScavengersNet. They love it when you talk to them about balls. (laughs) Just so much. James is going to set up a bot that just whenever we get to this part of the podcast on the third episode of the Uh the recording session, that just is like at Scavengers Network and just like cursor (laughs) blinking, ready for him to just fill in whatever it is. Whatever it is. Um, Scavengers Network is also on the internet at large at scavengersnetwork.com. On Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Scavengers Network if you want to see uh, Scavnet members' lovely faces while they do whatever nonsense we're doing right now. Just talking about 
stuff. Usually there's video games involved, and so it, there's like a little more structure to the conversation. It doesn't, well, unless Tracy and I are involved. I'm beginning to see the problem. <laughs> We're also on Patreon at patreon.com slash the scavengers network. If you have an extra two bucks a month or more, we won't say no to more, but two bucks a month, if you want to chuck that our way, we will give you so much bonus content that you'll be like, wow, I can't keep up with all this bonus content, but I'm gonna anyway because it's such good bonus content. And you can have all of it for $2 a month. Guys, I'm really tired. Are we done? You're did I finish? Did I, did I finish the social media? I think so. I think that's okay. good. Did I touch on everything? You, you've touched on everything. Yeah. You touched on the boners and the balls. You know who and... else touches on everything? <laughs> Hey, Fallout Boy, thanks for the lyrics. Foley, I do. You want. A Foley, I do. You want to scream, I love you from the top of my lungs. You scream it from the top of my lungs. Think about that. (laughs) Body snatchers. I. I'm going to hit stop. Yep. Okay. Tracy, I really did think that you were going to say, do you want to touch the boner? The Scavengers Network. Creator driven. Community focused. Treasured content. Hey, Aaron. Hey, James. What are you watching? Newsies. Oh, I love that movie. What minute are you on? What? What minute are you on? I think my favorite minute is probably minute 37. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just watching the movie. You know there's a way more intense way to watch Newsies. There is? Absolutely. Watch it minute by minute along with Newsies Minute. Oh, you mean the new podcast on the Scavengers Network. Yep. The one that we're the hosts of. Uh, well, well, yeah. That sounds awesome. When do new episodes come out? Every weekday. Now that's good news. Newsies Minute. Soak them for crutchy. Crutchy.